Liz Keogh is an independent coach and consultant. Liz is passionate about people and helping them achieve their potential in her work. She said that she is just currently learning about diversity and inclusion, as she said that she never really had to think about it before. Liz says that it's just a coincidence the fact that she is a woman and she would prefer to see her name listed among a team of DevOps rather than titled Women in DevOps. During Liz's journey with diversity, she realised that she has some unconscious racist bias which she is working to eliminate. This discovery came about when she was writing her current novel. During this self-discovery, Liz realised that she obviously wanted to change this, and here's how she went about doing it. Listen to Liz's story. Sure, so my name's Liz Keir. I am an independent coach and consultant. Um, I go around different companies and help them with their processes. I help people um, on teams and leadership to adopt a better mindset for getting things done. So one of the things I specialize in at the moment is Kinevin, and particularly complexity thinking. So the idea that outcomes frequently in our work may emerge rather than being set up front. So getting people away from thinking about upfront plans and estimates and costs and budgets and starting to get them thinking about smaller investments and feedback and trying things out that are safe to fail. I'm very passionate about people and uh, helping them to fulfill their potential. Um, I like to teach people how to be positive in their feedback and how to start from where they are now and very gently grow and progress. Is there a reason that you agreed to speak to me today about diversity inclusion? Yeah, I used to not think about it at all. Um, the fact that I was a woman was just a coincidence. Um, I have obviously experienced a bunch of different stuff. I didn't really tie that in with uh, the importance of getting my stories out there, of, of people knowing that they weren't alone in having those experiences, and also in uh, being a role model for other women growing up. I still feel slightly uncomfortable every time I see my name on a list of women. Mm. I'm very much happier when I see my name on a list of people in DevOps. Um, so I'm still learning what my role in diversion and inclusion is. And I think that might be something that, that people might be interested in hearing about. Um, and, and that is a journey is, is interesting. I've also learned some lessons about other kinds of diversity. So particularly, I realized that I do have some unconscious racist bias, which I'm trying to eliminate at the moment. That's a message that I would like other people to hear. That's a message that I would like other white people to hear. Because if they can be unconsciously racist, just about anyone can, you know. And I think that's a message worth getting out. So that, that, those are the reasons that I said yes. So do you mind talking about that today? No, not at all. Um, so I, grown up, I grew up in Luton. Uh, it had a 51% Asian population when I was growing up, so I've been around the people of colour um, my whole childhood. And I thought I couldn't possibly be racist um, because of that. You know, I, I've grown up around people of colour, therefore I know what, what's going on. Um, it was only when I was writing my book, I'm writing a fantasy fiction novel, and I've got people of colour in the fantasy novel, and 
I, I've managed to avoid some of the traps, but not all of them. I was referring to people's skin um, using terms that were edible. Um, so coffee and caramel and things like that. And apparently that's a, a very, it's a, it's a very white thing to do. We don't refer to paler skin tones that way. Um, or we don't ch- tend to. And it's, I was reading some blog posts that said, you know, this, we find this actually slightly demeaning and belittling and we're not there to, to be your edibles. Um, you know, please stop doing this. Um, so I've gone through and I've, I've changed all those references. But it didn't even occur to me. You know, it didn't even occur to me that that was the thing I was doing. And I've, I've since then started actively looking to go, OK, what else am I biased by? But what else is in my head that I need to change? And I found, even though I've grown up around people from Asian origin, I still had this feeling that they weren't as competent as I was, you know. Um, so I've had to, I've counted it mostly by actively seeking role models, actively seeking people of colour to follow, um, people of colour to to learn from, watching. It it can be as simple as just watching um, videos of people from India talking, you know, and Mm -hmm. and getting over the idea that just because they have an accent like that, that it means that they can't possibly be as competent as I am. You know, it's, it's, it staggered me that I had that in the back of my head. Staggered me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I don't want cookie. I don't want a cookie for having taken the steps to become uh, slightly less racist. You know that that's not why I'm t- I'm saying this. I'm I'm talking about this journey because if if I have this bias, just about everybody has this bias. Uh, you know, and I think. We stereotype all the time anyway. So it's part of part of what I fight against as in the process world is this it's shortcut to our brain tapes and the cognitive bias that comes along with it. And we're completely unaware of, of bias when it exhibits itself. But when we're talking about other people, that's really harmful. That's mm. really harmful. Um, and of course, white people have privilege. If black people shortcut what they think about white people, it, it's not a harmful thing because we have the privilege, you know. Um, it's up to us to actually take the steps to do something. And we have to. We can't, we, can't, we can't be sitting around waiting for other people, waiting for people of colour to tell us what we're doing wrong. I think that there are some, some great resources out there. Um, there's a Harvard uh, implicit bias test. Uh, it's got a nickname. I can't remember what it's called. But if anybody looks up Harvard Implicit Bias, you can actually do some exercises which measure how easy it is to correlate one thing with another. Turns out I had an age bias as well. I thought all old people were sick. Um, so I've been, I've been working on that one for some years. This is how our heads are wrong. Mm. Our heads are just wrong. They're wrong in so, so many ways, but some of them we should actively be working to get right and get right all the time because that's just harmful. Racism is harmful. Um, Ageism is harmful. That stereotyping of people who aren't like you is harmful. So that's what diversity, you know, this is diversity. This is what it really means to, to be inclusive. If there is something that you want people to take away from this episode and this conversation that you're having with me, what do you want that to be? You have bias. Everybody has bias. 
um, it's okay to have bias. It's not your fault you have bias. But if you don't counter it, if you don't do something to counteract it, that's your fault. That's something that you can control. Mm-hmm. You know, how you got brought up um, and the, the attitudes you got brought up with, that's not your fault. But failing to do something about it is. And do you think we're moving to a better place? Generally, in IT, yes, we're mm-hmm. connected to each other. We tend to be, we tend to have liberal mindsets. In the world, no, world is getting much more polarised, and you know Brexit and and Trumpism, they are built on anti-immigration rhetoric, racist rhetoric, um, and I, I I think that's awful. It shocks me when I've occasionally seen. Um, that expressed by people in IT. And I'm like, how on earth can you be connected to the entire internet the way you are? So the brilliance of minds that you have, um, at, you know, at the end of your fingertips and still hold those attitudes. As a final note, do you have a final word that you want to say? Don't be racist. <laughs> uh, that's, it's, it's really that simple. But also learn how to be a good ally. I think that's an important thing too. Learn how to be a good ally. I've had to learn now the Extinction Rebellion. We can't be friends with the police because the Met Office is institutionally racist. If you say you don't see colour, it means you don't see us. It's been a while to work out what that means. And it means, even if I'm... So, aside from the fact that I obviously have some unconscious bias that I'm getting rid of, aside from that, failing to recognise the explicit racism that goes on in the world and its effects on people of colour. That that's blindness. That's a damaging blindness too. So actively recognizing that and actively trying to work against it. That that's it's that's important.